0: I'm sitting in the subway station, Manhattan is my destination. Mm. Traveling on that dirty train, each day I live is much the same. And I think, what can I gain, living in this
1: endless game?
0: Welcome back to another great edition of Homeward Bound here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Egal Siegel, and our program is sponsored by the great people at Nefesh Benefesh. NBN.org.il for all the information you need about, about making aliyah. And this show is about making aliyah. It's here to inform and inspire you to make that big move to be Homeward Bound. And any information you need about making aliyah is here on Homeward Bound at the Nachum Siegel Network, and we'll be back with the rest of our show and some really interesting information about him making aliyah right after these messages.
2: If you've always dreamt of moving to Israel and establishing a brand new life in the Holy Land, it's time to call Nefesh 866 eight six six four aliyah eight six six the number four a l i y a h or log on now to their comprehensive website for all the assistance you need to get to israel nbn.org.il that's the nefesh Benefesh website head there now nbn.org.il
0: all right we're back with homer bound the show about moving to the holy land to the land of israel my name is egal siegel and our sponsor for this program is Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il. It's never too late to start the process of moving to Eretz Israel, to the state of Israel. And I am very, very pleased to welcome back to our microphone our wonderful friend, Avi Silverman. Avi, Here you go. how you doing? Morning. Okay, Avi has uh, done a series with us over this past first season of uh, uh, Homeward Bound about different communities in Israel. We've covered uh, Ramat Beit Shemesh, Beit Shemesh. Uh, the Gush Etzion area, we specifically took a uh, a half hour to sp- speak about Efrat itself, which uh, aired a few weeks ago. Um, so anyone who wants to go to our archives at com, you can check out past Homeward Bound uh, episodes of uh, and uh, specifically look for the interviews that we did with Avi, which are extremely, extremely informative and excellently done, I might add, Avi. Thank you very much, <laughs> if he says so himself. <laughs> anyway... Um, before we continue, um, I hope by the time this airs that uh, our uh, our three boys are back home already, but uh, we're all praying for the uh, three kidnapped uh, youngsters from uh, the Gush area, and uh, we hope and pray that uh, they come home safely and very, very soon. Um, I want to um, ask Avi to discuss with us a, a, a certain area today, which is called Ranana. Yes. And Ranana is, first of all, Ranana is... Uh, from what I know, I mean, I happen to uh, be a little partial to Renana because my wife's sister lives there. It's a beautiful community. It's, it's won awards, I think, for being the most beautiful city in Israel a number of times. Uh, where exactly is it located when we compare it to, uh, to Shalim and to other places?
1: It's in the Sharon area, um, and it's, uh, the closest workplace to it is Tel Aviv. Right. So it's about a half an hour drive to Tel Aviv. Uh, you could, in theory, take a train to Haifa, if you wanted to do that. Most people who live in Renana would not be working in Schleim. That'd be about an hour and a little bit commute.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, it's definitely far. Now, um, the, um, the Anglo community there is very, very strong. There's no question. Actually, uh,
1: a little unknown fact is that, uh, in the 1920s, Renana was actually started by New Yorkers. So the founding residents of, uh, Renana were New Yorkers.
0: Oh, so then, I guess, for those of you who wanted to escape New York, don't move to Renana. (laughs) Really? That's yeah. fascinating.
1: Yeah, and they grew it from there.
0: So do you know the history of the name? I mean, we were just talking about the name. We happen to know someone named and Avionai, so that's what we were talking about. Why but they well, called
1: it Ranana, I don't know.
0: But it's interesting. So, I mean, I know that uh, Natanya was named uh, for someone Strauss. from... Strauss. Right, for Strauss from Levi Strauss from right. America. But uh, Strauss. I, n- I never heard about this. This is fascinating. So... So Renana's already around since the 1920s. That's what we're saying. Now, when did the Anglos start moving in? It's already been a while since there's an Anglo community right, there, the I community,
1: think. The uh, community, I would say, got a lot of its strength in the 80s. The truth is we hear a lot about Renana, but it's only around 20% Anglo for the, for really? the city. <laughs> uh, I,
0: even I'm saying really. But
1: it's a very strong group. It's a very – it's a, because it was founded by Anglos, so the services for Anglos was always very strong. Uh-huh. And the networking for Anglos was very strong. So you have, um, you know, schools, the Ariel School, for example, is the school that is designated to help Olim, uh, do clita, to be absorbed into the city. Um, it's one of, uh, several different schools. Uh, just, uh, you know, some facts about Renana. Right now, Renana is at about 80,000 people, and they're growing, uh, the northern, uh, part of the city. is actually growing. They have 1,500, uh, units that are going to be, uh, put on the northern side, which isn't within the, the district that Renana exists now, meaning the city is actually expanding its borders on the northern side by 1,500 units. Okay, so uh,
0: I just want to interrupt for a second because I want to get some perspective here. So uh, when I usually go to Renana, I take Highway 4, north, which if I continue past Renana, I'd eventually end up in Zichron or to Haifa. So that's the so the northern part is really, that's where the Anglos are. There's one main street in Renana called Ahuza. Ahuza right. And the Anglos are kind of to the northern side of Ahuza. There's
1: an area called Schwarz or Schwartz. Right. Um, and that's where uh, the Oha Risho is, which is one of the four Anglo shuls. It's probably... One of the most active of the four shuls, it has uh, Kollel that actually meets in it. The Eretz Chemed Kolel. and uh, uh, Matan, which is the outstanding women's program, mm-hmm. meets there. They have Bat Mitzvah classes, and they've been there for years. Uh, but they have uh, cro- really all day long programming for children, adults, seniors. So the uh, the Ohel uh, Ari has been a, uh, a stronghold of the Schwartz community, and that's also where the Ariel s- School is, mm-hmm. which is why they designated Ariel as being the school to si- specifically bring in uh, you know, if,
0: uh, if I'm not mistaken I think it, in the Ariel school was this minion the Oha Shul, before they built their building I think they davened in that, in that school if I'm not, or maybe not I mean, but it, they definitely davened in that area so um,
1: and across that, you know, you may have seen also that area is where MDX is, Ways is there, uh, Red Top is there. There's a there's a lot of industry that is along Route 4. There's actually some expansion that's going on um, to the south of the city. Okay, uh, they're they're building a train station. That currently there are two train stations that people use. One is in Kfar Saba, which is right. about a 15 minute drive. The other one is in Herzliya, which is also about a 15 minute drive. So, though you have those two train stations, Renana is now building its own train station in the south, and a new highway that will connect the four to the six, which is the international, the um, national highway, the six. Right. So, you're going to have the four connecting to the six, which is going to shorten a lot of distances. Also, I mean, that's what's happening around the country. Right. Because it just keeps getting smaller and smaller. It's really in terms it's amazing. Of travel time.
0: Really. we had this when we, just, when we talked about Beresheva. Um, when we had our show about Go South, we talked about the six and how it's uh it's it's really changed the face of the of the south. Absolutely. So um <clears throat> I, I think this is a, a convenience. I think you can you can take the six through Kfar Farsaba to Renana right now, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't there like a Highway five or something like connected a Highway
1: four, the bridge you tix. to the entrance to Ranana. So when no,
0: going back to the train station for a second, is Renana would now be a stop from Tel Aviv to Haifa, is that the idea? Yes. So that's a major thing. I mean, it's interesting because I think if I'm not mistaken that the reason that people started moving to Renana is similar to why people started moving to Petah uh, Tikva 30 years ago is because of the distance to Tel Aviv that it was convenient as convenient as possible to without living in Tel Aviv to work in Tel Aviv. So now we're saying that all the traffic that's been always uh, <laughs> at least people have talked about and trying I mean, I know that people who live in Petecticola, sometimes it takes an hour to get to Tel Aviv in the morning during traffic time. So now it's going to help and, in terms yeah. of, uh, at least from Renana's perspective. That's Absolutely. very nice.
1: And one yeah. of the nice things about the expansion is that you know, Renana has a reputation for being very expensive. Right. And uh, you know, as you see in uh several of the Anglo communities, the children who are getting married can't live in the same communities as their parents. They just can't afford the apartments. Right. So the same thing has been happening in Renana for a bit. And now these new apartments which should be opening in two thousand and sixteen are being earmarked for the children of residents. Meaning if you're a resident of Renana, your children will have first dibs on the lottery to get these oh, fifteen hundred right. apartments. So the Children can now live closer to their parents and find something affordable to live in.
0: Oh, so they are designed as more affordable than, uh, right. than what's available now. Because there yeah, are apartments actually, available in Renan now. Oh, there are so. definitely
1: apartments. Just you know, just to throw out some figures, because mm-hmm. we always say, you know, how expensive is it? Um, so there, uh, you can really go the gamut on it. But on average, uh, a three-bedroom rental. Is between five and six thousand shekels a month. Right. A four-bedroom rental is between six and eight thousand shekels a month. Um, if you were to buy, also in those categories, a three-bedroom apartment starts at one point seven million and goes up to two point three is common. And, shekel. A four shekel. <laughs> and a four <laughs> let's, bedroom, let's keep perspective four bedroom <laughs> starts at <laughs> 2.1 million up to 2.6. So they're, they're basically around 600,000 shekels more than the average in the main center of the country. Uh-huh. Uh semi-detached house, which we call a dub parti, Uh, four bedroom semi-detached, uh, you would rent between eight and nine thousand shekels a month. Um, and to buy such a, a property would be between three and four million shekels. Right. So you're paying over a million dollars for a four-bedroom semi-detached home. And then when you start talking about single-family homes, uh, the realtors I talked to said the cheapest you would find is around four million shekels and then going up as high as you want. Wow, so it's it, a lot it's, of money. It's really uh, pretty much impossible to get a freestanding four-bedroom house in Renana for a hundred million dollars. And this is,
0: is this is only in the area where the Anglo's are concentrated, or it's everywhere for, in Renana? Renana? Now you said that it was interesting to me because uh, I guess this is true by any community in Israel that where you see a concentration of Anglo's, you think oh the whole city is Anglo's, but it's only twenty percent of those eighty thousand are Anglo's. Yeah. Now twenty percent is, uh, is sixteen thousand people. That's a lot of people. But, um, it just, it's interesting because when you, when you go there for Shabbos or you spend time there, you kind of feel part of a community, which is one of the pluses of Renana that I've always felt is that, you know, we've, had, I had a discussion with someone this week, um, you know, just to find a neighborhood which is a community is very difficult here. And we've talked about different places that have started developing that or have developed that. I think Ranana definitely is a community.
1: And you do find that. And there are, they're basically the cities divided into three main areas. There's the Bilu section, the Yavne section, and the Ariel section. Uh, and they're, they're, they're categorized that because those are the elementary schools you would go to if you want to go to an Orthodox day school. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, schools in Renan are district bound. It's called Azori. So depending on where you live, that's the Azor where you have to send your kids. Um, so if you
0: like a specific school, you have to live in that area.
1: Right. So the only school that, that wouldn't be is a Noam School, which mm-hmm. is in Kfarbacha. Um And it's uh, interesting to talk about Kfarbatcha because farbacha is its uh, basically a center that um, has a lot of schools there's going to be a movement and i wanted to mention it because people have talked to me about the roe klein school which was designed to really help anglos move into renanam It's a boys school uh, and as of last week the Roy klein school is going to be merging with another school called Mishpat, which is in Kvarbacha, and amit school so for next year if anyone is coming to Renana or they're thinking of coming next year, the 7th grade and the 10th grade from, Kvar Roi, Kvar, from Roy Klein is going to be combined with Chaver Mishpat in Kfar Batya. Where, where's Kfar Batya? Kfar is in sort of the western side of the city. Okay. Okay. Um, it's to, it's towards the end, okay, and uh, and then every year they're going to move more classes over. There's also uh, two other schools there. That's where Noam is. It's an elementary school, which tends to be more dati l- lumi torni, a little bit more on the. Um, uh, right of the Dati Lumi schools, and also Yeshivat Chevruta, which is an interesting high school for boys—boys boys who don't fit into mainstream settings and are looking for a dorm school that is a little more open, a little more creative. They have—they uh, they teach uh, husbandry, there, animal husbandry. Really? Uh, teach? Uh, There's—they uh, have horses on campus. To take care of horses. They grow their own vegetables. They, ha- they teach. Uh,
0: is the, this an Anglo school?
1: There's a lot of Anglos there. Uh-huh. Agriculture there. Um, boys plan uh, as part of their bagruts for uh, for the Israel bagrout, uh They plan their own one month trip that goes from the north to the south of Israel, and they come home for Pesach and then they resume their trip. But the boys are responsible for the full planning of that trip. So they do a lot of very wow. creative things. They and take Shvil the Israel. Is that what they? Uh, do? Part of it is uh, Shvil Israel. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: So, so these schools that you mentioned, you mentioned Brody Klein, are they, are, what are the concentrations of Anglos in these schools? Are they, are they very strong or? Uh,
1: it depends. So if we're talking on the elementary school level, Ariel will have the most Anglos right. because that's how it's designated. Uh, Bilu and Yavne have strong concentrations. They all offer opening for the kids. Yavne offers a, a longer open program than Beedlew does. Beetle is more of an art school. Mm-hmm. So if your child is more artistically inclined, again, you can't live outside the Beetle area and say, I want to send my kid to Beetle. So you have to think about Renan in terms of schooling, where you want to go. And to go to Noam, you can go anywhere because it's in Kfarbatya. so we call Al-Azari, meaning it's not district-bound. Mm-hmm. So those are the main schools that the Angles are found. In the high school level, uh, there's actually a little bit of a switch. Um, girls have traditionally gone to Meet Rananim, which is the school that offers uh, classes for Olot. They have their own coordinator for the Ol- Ol- Olot girls, mm-hmm. and they do their own programming. It's been very strong for the girls. Um, they also go to Tzvi in Herzliya, right? And now they're starting to go to Tsvia in Bnei Brak, which is a switch. So there's a transition now of girls going out of Tzivernana to Tsvia in Rannana. There's also a school called Amana, which is in Kvarsaba, Saba, which is a dorm school. So right. even though they only live 15 minutes from the school, they still would be dorming, and that is, you know, has a reputation nationally as an outstanding school and has a strong Anglo program, you know, and an OPM program. Yeah, my
0: nieces go there. It's interesting. I think they are allowed to go home a couple times a week, if I'm not mistaken, or one time a week. But it's a a fascinating concept, just that, you know, you're really right there, but they want them to be in the dorm.
1: Yep. And then the boys uh, have traditionally gone to the B'nai Kiva Mm -hmm. in in the uh, city itself, also to the Technologia, which is, as its name implies uh, <laughs> uh, emphasis on computers and technology. Um, they're also now starting to go to Bnei to Herzog right. to the Bnei Kivan Herzog, which is a transition. And I think with this change of Roy Klein joining into Hevro Mishpat, you're going to see a lot stronger movement of um, students who are more serious and more dedicated to Yehadun and to studying stay within Renan itself. So mm-hmm. that's going to be an interesting uh, switch to watch play out.
0: Okay, so that's the the education part. We we touched on the employment part. There really is there in Renana itself. Uh, there are very few people who work in Renana itself, except maybe for the high tech uh, uh, places that you mentioned that are across the highway from Renana. Right.
1: I mean, Ahuza obviously is the main street in terms of shops, yeah. um, the industry that surrounds it. Uh, a few of the people commented when I wanted to you know tell them I was doing the show and get updated information that there is a whole subculture of people who are working from the homes and they're tele- telecommuting. Meaning there are shiurim that are meant for telecommuters. The, the hours uh, stop so that the men can go to work in New York
3: uh, and be
1: in their own homes. Interesting. So there are a lot of men working actually from their homes or they rent office space together because they all have the same hours. They're working from 2 to 3 in the afternoon to 12, 1 in the morning. Right. And may not necessarily want to be in their homes, so they rent space together. Um and there is that whole subculture in Renana that you get a little bit with Beit Shamesh from Beit Shemesh, a little bit with Ephraim, a little with bit with Modin. But here, you know, from what the feedback I'm getting, it's a much more defined group of people. Interesting. All
0: right. So um we mentioned the shuls. Uh, are the, the rabbis of the shuls I believe are, are they're not Anglos.
1: Uh some Uh Rabbi uh uh Beller who has a, a shul, uh, it's also one of the shuls. Shifty Israel is, uh, is an American rub uh, Seth Farber is an American Um mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure of the other ones in terms of the other of the other two English shuls. Uh, but there's a there's a clear Anglo presence in Sherman English and programming for the English-speaking crowd. Again, one of the beautiful things that everyone keeps repeating is that every segment of the Anglo society is taken care of. So you, the seniors have programming, the toddlers have programming, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And it's also important to note that uh, there's a very active and strong presence of conservative and reformed Jews um, from America really. in Renana. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Tali school, which I didn't mention yet, which just moved to a new campus about three years ago, like a state-of-the-art campus, which is, Tali stands for Tigbort Limudaya Hadut. It's basically a secular school which has a Judaic track within it, mm-hmm. which is perfect for And it's, uh, in Ar- Ler- it's
0: in Renana itself? It's
1: in Renana. So it's perfect for our who come from Solomon Schechter type schools and are looking to come to Renana. So they have that, uh, and there are conservative shuls within Renana. Uh, to date, they say there are around seventy, between sixty-five and seventy shuls in Renana, covering everything: Reform, Conservative, Orthodox, Ashkenazi, Farhi, Israeli, Anglo. Yeah, I
0: think it's had a, the Pittsburgh Rebbe, I think, is in Renana, isn't it? I think he's in Ashdod.
1: Awesome, oh, just come right, from so. Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, that's the only reason he was that. Ashdod. I uh, look. No, which Renana's great to move. Oh, ready, oh the Mayables, Cleveland
0: Rebbe, maybe? I don't know. This one, one of those, those American city, city rebbe's, isn't it? Was, a, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, there's no question that there's a uh, there's a uh, really, a very, very uh, wide variety of Jews in uh, in uh, in Renan. it's a beautiful city, also. Park Renana is a beautiful place. Right. So I wanted
1: to mention Park Renana. Yeah, park Renan has run has won awards um, because, uh, and it's on the western side of the city. the uh, The park not only has a man laid man made lake that you can boat in. Um, and just amazing trails and things like that, but they have a dedicated area for children with special needs. So if you have children who are in wheelchairs or children who are physically handicapped, they've designed a whole area of the park for them to participate with all the other kids in the park, but all the activities are meant for children with, who are handicapped, and that's one awards consistently. Wow. They keep updating it and improving it. Um, An interesting also uh, fact uh, that... Uh, I've, I've only learned because of our, uh, onim, is that there is a black hat community within Renana. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. a col called Kahilas Bene which is a black hat Anglo kolel, and they offer shirim for the community as well. And in addition to the Eretz Chemda kolel, which is a Kipa it's a more of a Datilumi kolel, which is known for the programming for all the kids. Um, and that community kollel is housed in the, in the Ari Shul. So those are important features in terms of saying that Renana isn't just made up of one sort of uh, right. homogeneous type of, of grouping. It's really, in terms of the Anglo population, it's very um, uh, heterogeneous and also has services that cater to the different people's needs.
0: Okay. Okay, Avi, um, so in terms of uh, the city of Renana, the uh, the administration, there's the, uh, the, um, the city offering uh, services to the Olim, what can you tell us about that?
1: Uh, Renana really has a reputation as being one of the municipalities that spends a lot of money on its citizens in terms of recreation and arts. Uh, Renana actually has its own symphony. So wow. they, uh, they have concerts throughout the year. They have music schools. They have a conservatory, which offers classes to the community as well as private classes. It has, uh, you know, we talked about the Park Renana, which is an amazing uh, site for the people to be able to go on Shabbat and during the weekdays. It has a movie theater. It has a library. The library has a, its own complete section of English-speaking, um, for English speakers, books, and references all in English. Really? So that's part of the municipal library. Uh, it has country clubs. It has is that? Polls. I'm sorry to
0: interrupt, but is that is that something that's found in other cities?
1: Uh, not other. No. Because I know
0: in Yerushalayim, I know there, there are libraries that are dedicated to English readers, but uh, exactly. I don't think part of the municipal uh, library. Uh, it's very interesting.
1: Yeah. And uh, – uh, it has you know a mall. It has nightclubs, which you don't find in, in other places where you can actually go out at night and not have to be in your house at 9 o'clock at night. Um, the commercial establishments are uh, all closed on Shabbat. Uh, things that are on the periphery will be open. In the industrial park, they have things that are open. But anything within the city, the main part of the city, is closed. Um, the new train station was an important feature. Uh, public transportation within the city is uh, very easy to... The access and it's extensive. So that in theory, you could live within the city of Vernano without having a car. Um, again, we talked about a as being the main street with every shopping need that you right. that you are looking for. So you could just walk a and get what you need. And then to go to Herzliya, to go to Karsaba, it's public transportation. So that's an important feature that... Uh, that uh, not everyone knows in terms of Renana. Kvarsaba has the nearest hospital, which is about 15 minutes away. So in terms of medical centers, y- you have uh, access to all that. And of course, every Kupa What's the
0: name of that hospital? Uh, I know the name. I forgot it. Uh, often, often I forgot. I'm sorry. You're to take that out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, uh, something something, yeah, Something wrote F. Okay. Um, anything else I want to say? Um, it's also, you know, for the, your listeners who are not Orthodox, uh, they should know that the, the non-Orthodox, uh, schools in Renana are also very strong and also cater to the Old Name. Uh, there happens to be a large French alia that is in Renana as well as South African. So you'll hear, uh, you know, French being spoken as well as English with a South African twist. But Ostrovsky and uh, Metro West are two of the larger high schools, and Ostrovsky actually houses the OPAN for the City for Children. Mm-hmm. So they, they've gone to that extent. Uh, there are other Upan programs for kids. In addition to what the regular schools offer, there are after-school programs for Olim to have help with homework and to have additional hours with Upan. There's uh, someone named uh, David Zinger who is in the Yeshiva Bnei Kiva in Renana. And he, has, he does educational guidance specifically for the Olim in the Bnei Kiva in Yeshivat uh, for Ranana. Uh, the yeshiva yeshivas also are an important feature for the city, giving it another flavor and also opening up more shiorim for, for the people who go there. So I think in general that gives you a sense of uh, the breadth of schools that you have for the students, uh, the cultural events that are ongoing. Um, the fact that uh, the city takes care of the streets and the parks and all the public places really um, speaks to the, the concern that the municipality has for making sure that the quality of life for the residents is on a high level. And the residents themselves take a lot of pride in their community and contribute back to the city.
0: Okay. Well, that's Renana for you, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed, once again, the in-depth, um, detailed report from our good friend Avi Silverman here in Nefesh Benefesh. Um anyone who wants to contact Avi specifically about Renana or any of the communities that uh, we've talked about or really any community in Israel, asilverman at nbn.org.il, asilverman at nbn.org.il. Uh, now as we are heading towards the end of our first season, I want to thank Avi who has been a major contributor to Homeward Bound and uh, the feedback we're getting about Avi's reports has been very, very, very positive and we hope next year we might not be doing as in-depth... Uh, discussions as we had this year, but we will definitely have Avi with updates, what's happening in the different Anglo communities, um, anything new happening. We'll definitely be hearing from Avi on an ongoing basis, and I want to thank you for your time.
1: Terrific. Happy to be back.
0: Okay. So um, again, Renan is the place we've been discussing. Homeward Bound is the name of the show, and we'll be back right after these messages.
1: If
2: you've always dreamt of moving to Israel and establishing a brand new life in the Holy Land, it's time to call Nefesh Benefesh 866-4-Aliyah. 866, the number 4, A-L-I-Y-A-H. Or log on now to their comprehensive website for all the assistance you need to get to Israel. nbn.org.il. That's the Nefesh Benefesh website. Head there now. nbn.org.il.
0: Okay, welcome back to Homeward Bound, the show about making Aliyah to Israel, and it is my pleasure to welcome back the Director of the Employment Department here at Nefesh B'nefesh. That's officially your title, right? Yes. <laughs> Rachel Berger, one of our favorite guests, is back with us on an ongoing journey through the employment sector of Israel. Welcome back, Rachel Berger.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And it's always a pleasure talking to you. And, um... As we go along, if you want, uh, on our archive page at NahumSiegel.com, you can go back in time and listen to some of the other conversations we've had r- with Rachel. Uh, one of the features of this program is to keep people uh, up to date on the employment uh, picture here in Israel. So as you are looking for a job here before you come, while you're here, or if you're deciding on a career, if you're a youngster who is going into college or is in college and looking to make a decision about what to concentrate on in terms of being prepared for getting employment in Israel. These conversations are essential for you, and you must listen. So please listen. Thank you. Okay, Rachel, what's up with the employment world in Israel? What are we talking about today?
3: So I think that today I would like to talk about the recent jobs that we've had in our database of jobs, Uh, I think I've mentioned to you that we have about 240 jobs coming in every single week to employment at Mm nbn.org.il. We are in touch with over 2,500 companies. And I've seen some interesting trends just in terms of the interest of companies, what it is they're looking for. This is not only talking about, obviously, the high-tech booms and the startups that are going on in Israel, but other Things that people need, skills that people need that can really be useful for people thinking about Aliyah to know about and perhaps even get themselves ready for when they come on Aliyah. Mm-hmm. Always, anyone who was in a profession, whether they were accountants or physical therapists or whatever, the transfer was rather, uh, you know, you transferred, you came, you could find the job in your profession, whether there were humps and bumps or whether it was an easy placement or but one of the things that I'm seeing recently is that companies in Israel are generating a huge need for content writers, for social media marketing managers, uh, for people in marketing public relations. It's something I've talked about in the past, but what I've seen in terms of a trend is that uh, the concept of content is king. People to write content for mobile, people to write content for websites, people to write content for social media
0: so, and when you blogging. Say content, so when you say content, you're basically saying like uh, writers, essays, articles. Uh, right. I
3: wouldn't call it essays, but it's writers, people who could write about the medical device that's being uh, invented, people who can write about the software that's being created, people who can write about even what's going on in a restaurant. Um, there is a, a real need for that kind of communication. It's something that people who have English as mother tongue and, you know, sometimes you have people who've majored in political science or history and they come to me and they say, okay, what am I going to do with that? And in the past, you'd have to say, you got to go to graduate school or you're going to have to have something specific that you could do. And today, if people have a good background in writing, There are many uh, jobs available for this kind of work, so much so that they're already – when everyone said, oh, I'm going to move to Israel and be a tech writer, Mm -hmm. right, because that's how things used to work in the – in the past, um, today people will come and say, I'm going to take a course in marketing writing or in content writing, and then I'm going to be able to find opportunities. And that's something that we're really seeing. You can see it on our job board. Uh, if you go on Facebook and do nefesh-benefesh jobs, you will see those jobs. And if you go on uh, LinkedIn and join us on LinkedIn, you will also see a nefesh-benefesh lists of those types of jobs.
0: So this is really, I mean, it, it's somebody who has writing skills and has the ability to communicate through writing is, is something very important. We've discussed that in the past. Um, so in terms of preparation for this, and there's, let's say, let the, take that political science guy who – you know I had to write papers in school and something like that, but writing was not the concentration. Are there courses? are there to, specifically to write for the web or to write for mobile devices? There must be a, an interest in keeping things short and concise. 100%. So is there a course or something like that? So that people- there
3: are, there are courses. I usually recommend that people look around either Coursera, which is an online, um, courses or, uh, they go on YouTube and you'll find courses for this kind of thing of content writing. I also recommend that people either start blogging or put together some sort of writing samples. I find that when people want to either transfer their skill set to this industry, or they want to show off to the hiring manager that they are writers; they need to have some sort of writing samples so whether it 's an opportunity to start writing articles for an online uh, journal like Times of Israel, where they take anybody who is interested in blogging and you say, I was published in Times of Israel, or whether it 's somebody who has their own blog or whether it 's somebody who wants to do some Facebook marketing for themselves or for um, a company. Any of those things are things that a hiring manager is looking for, and it gives you a leg up in the job search.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's important to know. Um, anything else happening um, within the writing field? What you were talking about mostly content writing here, but uh, let's say for a company who needs uh, brochures done and stuff like that, are there are there, are there needs for English writers in, the, in those types of companies?
3: There are, but that's classic, meaning the brochures or online advertising. That's something that existed in the past. What's interesting here is that, um, just the amount of content writing because of websites and because of mobile apps, uh, and the type of writing, Facebook, the type of writing is a little bit different stylistically. Um, and the other interesting thing is that this is a real trend. Like, if you want to talk about trends and hiring, I would say there are two trends. This is one trend, and the other one is obviously mobile programming. Mm -hmm. Anybody who wants to – we have a program here in Israel called the Voucher Program. I've mentioned it on other uh, shows with you. And the Voucher Program allows New Olim up to 10 years in Israel to retrain. So what happens is, is that sometimes people come here and say, I will take a course in mobile programming and uh see if I can find opportunities. Obviously, you have to have some sort of background in programming or at least have a skill set that allows you to be successful in it. But the fact that the Adeklita, the Ministry of Absorption will be paying or highly subsidizing one of your courses means that you could really um, get you know, a successful job out of this uh course and mobile programming is something that's very hot right now as well
0: okay, great. is there are there any other uh, areas that we should talk about today? Uh
3: this is really the message that I wanted to share with uh people considering alia um just a nice little story uh I was uh I was talking to some young people young meaning uh people um in the 20s to 30s demographic recently and one of the nice things that uh, they said was that when you're coming here and you're getting uh, an early start on your career a lot of people a lot of their friends are really enjoying what's going on professionally both in uh Tel Aviv and also Jerusalem because the opportunities here are uh, They abound, and um, people get interviews here who are having a much harder time getting interviews. They're doing internships in America, but they are getting interviews and jobs here uh, in these types of professions.
0: Oh, great. Okay, that's good to know. And we always love Rachel's stories because they usually have a happy theme to them, <laughs> a successful <laughs> Aliyah theme to them. All right, that's uh, that's our report from Rachel Berger to today. Um, we thank her for her time. Again anyone who's interested in uh, let's let's get some contact information. Rachel mentioned of course the LinkedIn uh, connection to NBN. How does how do people get to that?
3: Um, You go on LinkedIn, you search Nefesh Benefesh, and it'll come right up. Just ask to join, and we're happy to have you as part of our group. We have over 10,000 people on the group looking at our jobs that are posted. We also do events, employment events meetups, um, and we're happy again to have anybody come and join us and be a part of these things. Uh, and the other thing is always email us. Know that anybody uh, even considering the journey of Aliyah can email us at employment at nbn.org.il Tell us about yourselves, whether you're in writing, whether you're in high tech, whether you're a therapist, whatever job you do, and we will connect you with Oleem that came before you, can tell you about the job situation here in your specific industry, and can help you along the way, along the journey, so that we can help you make Aliyah.
0: All right, great. Thank you, Rachel Berger, Director of Employment here at Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il. A lot of what we discuss with Rachel is found on the website if you want to look up any type of career. Uh, that you're looking into, that you're in already. Uh, they usually have uh, several articles on many, many different topics. So you can look up at nbn.org.il and uh, search for the employment career of your choice. Uh, this is Egal Siegel for Homeward Bound. My thanks to Rachel Berger once again. Well, that wraps up another great edition of Homeward Bound here at the Nahum Siegel Network. My name is Egal Siegel. Any archives of these shows can be found at NahumSiegel.com, and any information about Aliyah can be found at nbn.org.il. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great week, everybody.